Hey there, I'm James McKinvin. And I'm Dagobert. And you're listening to This Indie Life. This Indie Life follows a journey of two indie hackers as we navigate the good, bad and ugly, attempting to turn our indie hacker dreams into reality. Each week, you can tune in to see what progress we've made to achieve those dreams. Sometimes it will be good news, other times it won't be going so well, but we promise to be open and honest with you. This episode, Dango talks about how he made $16,000 launching his course and why he's not actually feeling amazing about it. I go viral on Twitter and then make a promise I might not be able to keep. Now, I'm a solo founder and sometimes it gets lonely as a solo founder. I don't always know where to turn if I'm stuck on something or actually have anyone to keep me accountable to reach my goals. And that's where today's sponsor, Ramen Club, comes in. If you've listened to my other show, Indie Bites, you'll know how much I value Ramen Club, the friendly community of bootstrappers all working together to reach ramen profitability. We have an active but actually useful Slack, weekly co-working sessions, in-house mentors for stuff like finance and marketing, a ton of great tech discounts, and more recently we're back co-working in real life in london so if you want to join me and my friends at ramen club head to ramenclub.so and use code indie life to save some money off your first month let's get into this episode big week for both of us for different reasons your course was launched tell me how did it go so it's very weird because you know i didn't know what to expect i was hoping it was gonna do well and it did well like we're almost at 200 sales now but it's funny because i don't even feel happy and it's not because I'm not, you know, enjoying it. It's because I don't even know how it feels like to have some success anymore. Like it's been so long kind of pushing this boulder up the hill. We literally have almost every day for the past five days is like a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. And it's huge, but like we literally can't know how to deal with that. I'm literally stuck. I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm I cannot say I'm happy because I don't even feel happiness. And I know it sounds weird and, I, and, I, and I'm afraid it's going to come off as weird. I feel more like some kind of relief and I want to go to bed. I want to sleep. But yeah, that's pretty weird. That's a weird feeling for me because it's the first time in like four years that we've been you know, on this journey that some of the things we do has some obvious success. Yeah. And that's a new thing for me. I, I literally don't know how to handle it. I wonder if it's a little bit of like, finally, finally I'm rewarded for all my hard work and the relief is the outstanding emotion rather than happiness. Because first of all, massive congrats, Deed. That is awesome. Like Thanks. To, to, yeah. think, to think that 200 people saw your course, saw your landing page and was like, I want to buy this because I think it's going to help me. And they parted with 80 of their finest dollars in order to do that. But it's interesting how you feel. It's also, you've got to put it into perspective that this is your first big, big win in a while. And... 200 times 80 and i don't know how many people pay with discount etc that's around sixteen thousand dollars minus fees that is only enough to pay two people's salary for a short amount of time yeah it's about three months for us yeah and so it's like so do i have to do that every three months do i have to go through that to equal what i would have as a regular salary now the good news and the thing that actually I'm happy and excited about is that people love the course. And that to me was the best part because for example, today, at least so far, like it's the evening now, like I think we had like 10 sales today 
And most of them come from people who already watched the course and started tweeting about it and saying it's like blew their minds. Mm -hmm. So basically the sales that are coming now, it's not because of my launch tweet. It's just because people have taken the course and spreading the word about it. And that's the best thing for me is that, because you know, we always talk about marketing versus product. Yeah. And so it's the first time where I experienced this where like focusing a long time in building a good product and doing good marketing ahead of time. So I had a good launch. And now it kind of like comes together. I wanted to be more happy about that. I wanted to be like, oh shit, I'm rich. You know, but like, first I'm like, I'm not rich. And secondly, it's like, I mean, what I'm happy about is that it's allowing me to do what I want to do with more peace of mind. And that's the best thing. Like we're going to work on logology with less stress because, you know, we have more cash flow. So we have amazing ideas to like take it further and stuff like this. But yeah, I feel like I'm really chasing like freedom and being able to create stuff. So yeah, for the past couple of days, I felt much better because I had a few invoices paid. They weren't huge, but the last few days, money has just been coming in regularly. Yeah, I don't remember where I read that, but uh, you know, it's this, uh, like money is like oxygen. You only notice it when you don't have it. And talking of money, you've put in our notes here that you've never had debt in your life, which is absurd to me, Dago, because I've had a <laughs> yeah. debt my entire life. Like <laughs> That's why I wanted to talk about this because you seem <laughs> like you're like in a constant state of debt. Even like <laughs> if you had like more money and you had like most of your kind of like big burden debt paid off, you would still be somehow in debt kind of like as a normal thing. And so that's fascinating to me. I think because like my mom was very bad with money and always in debt. And I was always stressed when I was a kid because of that, living with her. And my dad was like big on alcohol and cigarettes. So I never smoke, I never drink and I'm never in debt, you know, basic stuff. Like I'm just not doing what my parents were doing. Never, never, never had any, you know, credit or anything like that. You know, we talk about how we're so similar, but also different. That's why we disagree mm -hmm. on a lot. So my mum, terrible with money, always in debt. And it's just sort of rubbed off on me, despite mum being always stressed with money. But the difference is I've always had the ability to earn since I was younger. Even when I didn't have a job, I'd be selling stuff on eBay and flipping things. And then okay. when I got a job, I was earning £20,000 a year at 18. And I thought I had all the money in the world because I was living at home. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I got on deck. So I got my first credit card. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm earning 20 grand a year. I want a nice car. So that was the first big debt I got into. That was like £13,000. And then I just found it so normal to buy stuff on my credit card because I wanted things and then always thinking oh I'll, I'll like I'll earn some more next month by doing some more freelancing and I'll pay off this credit card and then never do it and then it got really bad over COVID Dago where I just basically racked up all my credit card debt maximal out and never really got out of it and actually recently I sold a lot of the things I bought and paid down that debt I sold my motorbike I sold my car so I'm out of those big debts. It's just my credit cards, which are around £20,000. I don't know how you feel because you've never known a different situation, it seems. But like, wouldn't it feel crazy and good if you had zero debt? Does it sound attractive? I am so excited for the day when I have zero debt and I have savings. Never in my adult life I had it. Is that your goal? Because it seemed like debt is the way you, 
and because like it seems like you can have depth without without letting it go crazy i want zero debt because i'm so bad at managing it and i let it get out of control i've i've never had savings and it is definitely my goal to be able to earn enough so the debt is cleared and i've got surplus money in my bank account every month i would like to see it go up yeah that's the best feeling yeah when you can save everyone that that's awesome And I want to be able to give back to my mom and my dad and my sister and my grandparents have all helped me out so much over the past, over the past few years, especially where I've been feeling so down. And so hopefully I can get to a point with my side projects, side projects, with my main projects that are paying my bills that um, I can get to the point where I can have enough to pay them back and give them a nice life as well as myself. That's a good motivation. Like if you want to give back and... I was I was looking for something, but like I'm realizing how tired <laughs> I am, so I'm so sorry. But I'm like, dude, I'm spent, and so I couldn't find of anything cool to say. That's all right. What's well, it? Tell me about that, because you got that in your notes, Dago. What you've got here, your body is saying stop. You've worked so hard to get this launch out. T tell me, what's your frame of mind right now? How are you feeling? So you remember a couple of weeks ago, you know, we we talked about how many hours we worked, and <laughs> I had done my biggest week ever. Well, the two weeks after that, I did even more than this. Like, so I just kept adding up and I did like, I think 72 hours the week of launch. I did two times up to like five in the morning and then waking up at nine or 10 because I just wanted to get it out. I wanted to, you know, to, to release it at the level of quality mm. I wanted. I, and I didn't want to postpone another week, but I knew when I was doing it, I was kind of like actually taking depth, but out of my health. It was like health depth of like, okay, yeah. I'm just getting this now. I'm getting this additional time now to reach my goals, but I'm going to have to pay it back. And I feel like this week I'm paying it back because now, you know, it's getting sales, it's getting some success, it's getting money. So, you know, I can take it a bit easier for like one or two weeks. And my body is just like, like literally tonight, I woke up in the middle of the night sweating and like I had the flu or something like out of nowhere. That was just my body be like shivering and my body was aching and stuff like this. And for example, today that was crazy because I, I, I ran out of tweets to write because, you know, I didn't write tweets for a couple of weeks as I was finishing the course. And I spent two hours looking for me, my ideas. And like, it took me so long to find one good idea. I had nothing. I had nothing to say no jokes. I basically was completely empty. So that's just a big sign that to, I need to take a break because I just, I just gave way too much, which I'm happy I did, but like now I have to pay it back. Is this not burnout? Well, I just see it more like as a physical manifestation. Like it's not that I don't want to work. It's more like my body needs to rest because it didn't. Because I did like between three and five hours of sleep for one week per night. So that's just way too little. When, when you're body is spent and you're taking it easy how many hours are you working 45 <laughs> like normal like basically my my tired state is like seven hours a day when was the last time you took a full two days off like just off from everything two days off let yeah. me see because i track everything shit last week i worked 66 hours fuck okay That's so mad. i mean 76 hours that must have been in july yeah because in july we took a break Dago, yeah. oh man, this kills me. Get some time off. Like, if there's any time you would take 
a few days off it will be after you've worked 60 70 hour weeks yeah we planned it we have we have something in like 10 days we're gonna take four okay. days off you know we get like a nice hotel and stuff like this like five stars hotel for like a couple nights like something where you can really relax it's like complete luxury and and just chilling you enjoy yourself just the thought of working that much scares me because of uh, i know the last time I did that was when I was doing the full-time job in the Riverside work and it literally broke me for two years and times where I find myself working too much on like a, or just on like a day-to-day -day basis. So the launch of this, where I had two days of yeah. working long days, I was like, I'm just going to make sure I have two days off this week. I'm going to have a weekend. Oh, okay. It's funny. I don't, I don't see it this way, but I, I hear you because I've been in burnout before and I was, it seems very different to me. Because the physical exhaustion is there, but it's yeah. more like last time it was like, I mean, I'm so happy I did, man. I'm so happy I did. Like my course is out. People love it. You know, it's getting sales. So to me, like I, I can't see it any other way. Like I, I basically decided in July, I was like, okay, I'm not going to spend another three months talking about this course. I'm just going to do it. So I printed like a, you know, something and I put it on my wall and it says whatever it takes. And I've been looking at this every day. And I was like, yeah, whatever it takes, I'm getting this course out and I'm succeeding with this course. And it's like big goal I had. And yeah, but like, I think the difficulty for me now is to switch, you know, it's to mm. switch the mode I'm in. And instead of being in like, you know, hunter, warrior mode, and like just like <laughs> sacrifice everything to hustling and succeeding, it's like going back to, oh, I can spend the day playing video games. So I started doing that a bit, like this weekend I did that a bit, but it's it's not easy to switch back. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I mean, looking forward to hearing more updates on the course, whether you continue like making sales regularly. Now, Dago, the day after you launched your course, which has tips on going viral, guess who went viral? <laughs> you, but that's not but that's not because of my course, let's be honest. It's because you had a crazy viral video. <laughs> crazy viral video and i wish it was more about my my work stuff so on saturday i sat down to work i get up to go and make myself a coffee i look around i see the cat sitting on the window window ledge sort of looking across to my computer screen and i didn't think much of it so i carry on making my coffee and then i sort of look across and see the cat dart onto a chair and then launch himself onto my Apple Studio display monitor and like pushed it off the desk. So like in slow motion, I was watching the cat land on this 1500 pound monitor. And as it falls, there's absolutely nothing I can do. And it just goes splat onto the floor. Then the worst thing that it's connected to my laptop, my MacBook yeah. Pro and the screen just sort of takes it down with it. And they both crash to the ground my cat's got about half a second airtime while on my monitor as it falls and i just stand there there's nothing i can do and the silver lining of this was the fact i have security cameras set up in my flat and so the first thing i do is find my phone go onto my app and see if the app has captured this and it has i put it on twitter just so i thought a few of my friends would see it i say it had a bit of a cat related incident tongue-in-cheek everything's okay and i get like like the usual people that see my tweets respond to it yeah, yeah. 
I haven't gone viral before Dago. It's after an hour or so that you see. It's after an hour or so that you go viral usually. Yeah, yeah. That it, it, it goes was, after your your uh, your inner circle. It was. And it went beyond that to about two, three hundred likes. And I compare it to the last time I went semi-viral with, with my Don't Buy a Yeti website, which got about yeah. 650 likes. And I got a ton of followers from it. But this thing, I was like, surely my cat video is not going to surpass this Blue Yeti <laughs> site. How naive you were. And yeah, just out of nowhere, Dagger, this thing just takes off. Um, but yeah, yeah, in the end, this tweet gets 44,500 likes on Twitter. It gets featured. It's all over Reddit and 2 million views. And it got to this point and I just didn't like it. I, f I felt really uneasy. So like one in the morning, I deleted it because it was just far too many eyeballs on me. Uh, there was like a few comments in there saying, oh, I hate cats. I'd kill this cat. Uh, it'll be okay. put down immediately. And I didn't like that. And two million people seeing your video makes me think there's maybe a, like even 1% of those unsavory people who can see my location in the tweet and the thing was it didn't benefit me at all having this viral tweet yeah that's what i was gonna say like the thing with the blue yeti site it it, it was much smaller but it, i got a ton of benefit from it yeah because i exactly. earned some affiliate revenue i made some new connections with people who thought it was really cool i got some free microphones from my favorite microphone manufacturer so that was useful the cat going viral nah not at all yeah and that's the thing with viral tweets is that at first we all want to have viral tweets because you know it's appealing but like to have wins you need to have a relevant tweet so like something yeah. relevant to what you're offering but yeah I, I mean when i saw that i was like oh i hope he's not gonna get like too disappointed if it doesn't bring him anything or something because like it's awesome that you have a viral tweet and at the same yeah. time 99 of people just care about the cat they don't care about podcast or anything yeah exactly and, and i was trying to think like do i have anything relevant that i could promote because the tweets i put below the main tweet were getting thousands of likes but they, they were all just like funny quirky things that i was talking about you need something relevant like do you have like a product related to cats or something yeah, you know i do i do i have a gumroad thing which is background phone backgrounds of my cat and they're really cute yeah, and you didn't put that i was too late yeah it's too late you have to do it in like the first uh, eight hours or something, yeah. And you, you say it's fun. It was very, very fun for the first, I don't know, five, six hours of it. I was completely consumed. I was refreshing my notifications, seeing the views go up. I was getting messages from everyone. Dago, I was loving this. It was just like a dopamine fest for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I had to make the decision quick to delete it because it's like an ego thing as well. I want a tweet that has... 44,000 likes on my profile and just one thing i wanted to say about that when i saw that i was like i instantly identified the 1500 dollars studio display i was like he's in depth and he got the latest apple monitor what the fuck james i'll be completely honest and open about how i got that monitor my mum sold her house and she bought it for me so oh wow that's so nice she's gone into rental she said i'm probably not gonna have any money for inheritance let me buy you something so she bought all of her kids some nice things she, and like people will be listening and go oh why don't she put it in an investment fund so it will grow she was like no no i want to buy something for you guys so we can have the excitement of going and getting it and i was like i want one of those apple studio displays and she was like 
absolutely so that's how i have it well that's yeah. a beautiful story that's like the best thing you could have said like it's very making me happy that you have your support from your mom yeah it's the best thing now i um, want to know do you want to work more do you want to go from 20 to 40 hours a week do you want to go crazy now yeah i i do want to it's just there are some days where my body won't allow it my mind won't allow it i can have the best intentions when i wake up and say yeah i'm gonna work a full eight hour day today but then i will just get distracted i'll get sad i will be like looking at an edit and just think i have no desire to do this i, I don't know what it is it's hard to explain and it's what happened but, after like two years ago when i had that depression some days i don't know what to do about it but i'm thinking there are some basics that i can do that will help towards this routines good sleep waking up at the same time every day and building the habit of when i do work eating healthily gosh i'm so bad sometimes whenever i run out of money you know i'm like well i don't care i'll buy crappy food and third is health it's going and exercising every day i don't exercise every day i don't do the gym as often as i used to whenever i do it i feel better so if i can fix routine and health i think those will be good steps towards being able to work a full week and i wonder if i can commit to it for a week and say like from tomorrow i'm going to do it and then we'll reconvene next wednesday and see if i've managed to do a full week of work and hit the the goals i wanted with a little bit of discipline but what about what you do because like you said oh i have no desire to do this because because i don't know exactly what you love to do but like for example when you do your wallets is that something that you enjoy doing or does it feel like work oh uh, yeah i i enjoy doing it sometimes i've got a lot to do i'll procrastinate but yeah I, i've made a lot of wallets in the last few weeks and i've really enjoyed it And let's imagine that like you could make $10,000 a month doing just wallets. If you had to do it 40 hours a week, would that be possible? Let's say you didn't have any other commitments. What would happen then is I'd hate it. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I was asking. That's interesting. If, if I was making the wallets and it had to be a 40 hour week, I'll be like, this is so painfully boring. My hands are hurting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think deep down also like it's, It's hard to be like pushing yourself to do more when you don't have a strong sense of purpose behind it. It doesn't seem like a huge drive. And at least for me, like I spent years, I didn't work much because I didn't have a strong drive for it. And I think it's normal. Like if you, that's when you burn out the most is when you, know, you force yourself to work, even though you don't have a strong drive. That's how mm. you burn out. So to answer your original question, I would like to work more. Here's what we'll do then, Tago, because I'm quite excited about feeling better I, some things have been paid so i'm not so worried about money let me this week i am going to work a full week i'm going to do eight hour days dago so 40 hours 40 hours okay it'll be tracked on rise i'm going to get up at 5 30 and go to the gym i'm then going to work from 7 30 to 11 i'm then going to do like have lunch take a break and then work until 4 or 5 p.m That's what I'm going to do. And then next Wednesday, we're going to catch up and see how I've gone with that. 
Yeah, I'm curious. I'm really curious to see that. You don't believe I can do it. No, it's not that. It's that I, I myself, I'm shit at commitments like this. I would never like follow through with something like this. Because like, it reminds me of like, when I had clients as a freelance, some have real deadlines and, so, and some have fake deadlines. Like some clients yeah. telling you, I need it for Monday. Why? Because I want it for Monday. Oh. Then you're not going to give him for Monday. But if you have another client who says, on Monday, I'm going on TV. I need to be ready. You're doing it for Monday. You know what I mean? That's kind of the same thing. Like I'm like, when there's like not a real thing, it's harder. But like, that's just me. Okay. So I'm here for you. I will, you know, keep you accountable and we'll check that next week. I have the same feeling with fake, fake commitments. And this is what this is. But I'm hoping with saying this openly on the podcast, I don't want to let myself down and let listeners down and... I think it could really help me if I commit to it. Yeah. And I want to next Wednesday, come on and say, Dago, I've done it. I hated it or I loved it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right, man. Should we wrap up here? Yeah. What are you doing next week? I'm going to be more chill, which means I'm just going to write some tweets because I need to add some tweets to my backlog and I'm going to rest a bit. For me, it's a big thing to say this. This week, I'm yeah. taking it easy. What the fuck? Sounds weird. <laughs> well, hopefully next week... We will be have worked the same amount of hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I take it easy, it's basically the same as when you go super hard. That's going to be so fun. Okay. That's cool, man. All right. See you next week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Indie Life. Hope you enjoyed the chat between me and Dago. If you have any thoughts on how Dago is feeling about his launch or any advice for me getting out of debt, feel free to send us a message on Twitter. We're at Indie Life. I'll pop a link in the show notes for you. And a big thanks again to Ramen Club for sponsoring this episode. I'll see you next week. Stay indie. James out.